So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier, you guys already know this, but uh, this next episode we're going to be diving into is something that I hear a lot of people have a big debate and I even face this in my current role um, with Ratmate and so this is not throwing any kind of um, you know, throwing anyone in my team under the bus by any means. But um, this is a, a topic that it, it comes up a lot uh, amongst marketers, like a lot, a lot. And the topic is about long copy versus short copy email or just long copy versus short copy. Okay. So, you, you know, there's, there's this, there's just a lot of, a lot of thoughts between both sides. And, you know, most people are going to be like, you know, what's the difference um, does it really matter if it's long copy versus short copy? Does it have to be short? Does it have to be long? And, you know, I've done a lot of research. I've looked into this. I've, I've talked to a lot of really um, just really successful marketers. I've read a lot of uh, LinkedIn posts about this as well, too. And if you're like, how does LinkedIn give you the answers? I mean, there's a lot of smart people on LinkedIn that talk about this kind of stuff as well, too. Uh, I've read blogs about it. I've read... And then I've got my own theory from just what I've done in the past. And so now I'm going to share with you what I believe is right or wrong about long copy versus short copy. So if you don't understand what this is, basically it's the difference between writing long copy, meaning like, uh, I don't know, more than... And, and, and here's one other thing. Some people don't even know what the definition of long copy versus short copy is. Like... Like how many words is long copy? Is long copy 500 words? Is long copy 1,000 words? Is long copy 15, is long copy 3,000 words? Is short copy 100 words? Is short copy 200 words? No one even knows where the, where like you draw the line. Okay, so that just kind of came off the top of my head right now, that part. So copy is just basically what you're writing. Okay, and so there is, there's this whole world of thought that, um, that each of them play their purpose. And, you know, they're, they both play a role. And you know what? I agree. I agree that long copy and short copy have their place and their purpose of where it should be used in your marketing strategy. However, what we want to do is we want to kind of ixnay the debate of which is better. Okay. So, so here, here are some, some things about the whole long copy, uh, short copy debate. Number one, on why long copy is not good. The, the argument is that long copy is, is, is not good because people have less attention span or have a smaller attention span. All right, I've had that told, you know, mentioned to me numerous times, and I'm going to just say this right now. Get over that. Okay, attention span is not an excuse for writing short copy. Saying that the attention span of the human being of humans has gone down every decade means that you should be writing less. 
No, it doesn't mean that. It means that you should be writing better. Do you see what I'm trying to get to? People will read what they want to read. I'm going to repeat that one more time. People will read what they want to read. All right. Whether it's long or short, they will take the time to read it. Okay. So understand this very, very clearly. People will read what they want to read. And so it doesn't matter how long or short your copy is. So using the excuse that the attention span has gone down, so therefore you need to write short copy is a poor excuse. Because sometimes your brand isn't known enough and therefore you need to have long copy to essentially kind of hit all the objections, okay? So so that excuse of people uh, have less attention span or to people's attention span has gone down over the decades is not valid, all right? Here's another thing that comes up is people don't like to read any anymore. Okay, so I will argue and I, and I will say this, that video content is becoming more and more prevalent and more important, especially with, you know, like how, how, how much we all watch and consume content on our phones and stuff. However, are you noticing a bigger trend of having content, video content, having subtitles already in the actual video where people are reading the subtitles before they actually hit the sound, the, the, the sound button. And so, People are reading it. Do you see what's going on? So it's not that people don't read anymore. It's that people don't read any more shit anymore. Okay? So like if your stuff is garbage, then yeah, no one's going to read it. Of course not. Why would they want to read that stuff? So understand that when you are writing, you know, copy, whether it's long or short, make it valuable. Make it something that people want to actually read. Make it something where people are like, man, this is this is totally worth my time. So using the excuse that people don't read anymore to say that long copies should not be used is a poor excuse. You need to write better content. You need to write something that people want to read. You need to write stronger hooks. You need to tell more stories. You need to handle objections better. You need to give better examples. You need to give them aha and epiphany moments. You need to make your content relatable. You need to take the time to know who you're speaking to, not who you're speaking at. Okay? So you're not speaking at people. You're speaking to people. You need to know how to relate to them. Do you see the difference what I'm talking about here? So your copy needs to be something that is like, yeah, I I actually enjoy reading this. And it is no different from anything else. Like, my kids, my kids are, my daughter is starting to learn. My son, my son, I'm sorry, my daughter is starting to learn. My daughter is starting to read and my son has been reading for, his reading has exploded this past year and a half, two years, and he's, he's doing better. So, but they are reading things that relate to them. They are reading things that they enjoy. They're reading things that make them laugh and it's funny. And that's us. We, we, we don't read less. We're just reading less crap. And so if you're a person that's putting up blogs and you're like, well, no one's reading my blogs. Well, maybe your blogs are shit. Okay. And and I don't I don't want to come off, you know, across condescending and stuff like that. But like maybe you need to get better putting content together. Okay. Maybe you need to have a better content marketing strategy. And so 
that excuse of people don't read anymore isn't really valid. Now, I will argue that people consume more video over um, over a blog or, or like, you know, copy. But if it's something that they want to learn about, if it's something that it's like, oh, man, this is really interesting. I want to know what this debate is. If it's something that captures their attention, they will read it. Okay, I do that. All right. If it captures my attention, I'm going to read it. I mean, it's like my, my wife makes fun of me all the time because um, I know random facts. And so we were we were talking about the the whole like like uh, oh, it was actually my son brings you know comes up. Hey, you know, mom, what does PS stand for? And my, my wife goes, it stands for postscript. And then I look at my wife and I'm like, do you know why it's a, a postscript? And she goes, yeah, it's like they write it after. And I go, do you know why it, it was used? And she goes, no, you probably know that. And so I know these random things. And I know because it's a, it's a marketing thing. Um, not before, but we use it as a marketing thing now. You basically would write whatever letter you were doing in ink. And so that after you finished writing it, sometimes you would forget what else you needed to say. So then you would put postscript after you thought about some things and you would add some more things in there. Or if there's any misspellings or something like that, you would then put it in the postscript. That's how it was used before. And then marketers just ruined it. Just like everything else. We just ruined everything. So where I'm getting to is that people read. They're not reading less. They're just reading less crap. Okay. Another excuse is people don't read websites or blogs that are long. That is complete BS. Okay. People do read long blogs and they do read long websites. Okay. Like I go back to this example a lot. So Russell Brunson is one of my favorite marketers. Okay. He's a direct response marketer. He runs a company called ClickFunnels and he's a co-founder of that company. And he's the the marketing guru, the marketing brains behind the, the whole operations. And his whole thing is long copy sales. All right. He does a lot of direct response type marketing where he has these landing pages that are very long and he hits objections and he and he talks about stories and he and he find and he relates to his audience and all these other things. And these sales pages are long. And you're like, well, no one ever reads everything on there. You're right, but they skim through it and they hit some points. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh wow, that's interesting. And they're skimming through and they're skimming. Oh wow. And then after they skim to the bottom, like, oh, that's what the offer is. Interesting. And they go back to the very top. And then guess what they start doing again? They start reading it again, but more intently. They start reading it to understand what is being said, what is being sold, what is being trained, what is being taught. They read with purpose. And so when you structure your content to where it's skimmable, that is different. So that's the thing that Russell Brunson does very well. He structures his content to where it's skimmable. And then people are like, oh, you're you're hitting these things like like dead on. And he's got these long sales pages. And so I explain that to my team and I go, guys, this company is over $150 million in ARR, annual recurring revenue. Okay. And so that basically means their their long copy stuff is working. It, it, you know, it's not like, you know, hey, buy my book. It's like, hey, buy my book because it'll solve this problem. And here are five reasons why you're suffering from these problems. And here are eight reasons on how to fix that from this book. And it's in chapter five, nine, 12, and 15. Do you see what's going on? So people will read it. You just got to know your audience better. You just can't put stuff together and just expect people to read it. Like put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in the same shoes as your audience. And things will be different, okay?
So, so people, you know, the excuse that people don't read websites that are long is, is not, is not good. And so here's something else that I put in here is like, you know, a great example, a great site to learn about different options is this website called quicksprout.com. All right. Quick, like fast sprouts, like sprouting flowers. Okay. Quicksprout.com. They, and just like, just type in quicksprout uh, and then put in like long versus short. And then you will get more information about this, this whole thing. I mean, heck, let me, let me put it in here really quick. Quicksprouts. Let's see what pops up. Quick sprouts, long verse, short copy. It's yeah, and it talks about which is better. And it's this this article was written two years ago. Okay, this blog was written two years ago. Quick sprouts a very uh, highly recommended uh, marketing website. Um, so I recommend you using that as a site to get knowledge. Um, but you know, one of the Things they say is, you know, only only write as, as much as you need to write and no more. That's a very strong rule of thumb, okay? That's something you definitely want to do, all right? Only write as much as you need to write, no more or no less. Another rule of thumb is long copy answers more objections. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Long copy answers more objections because you can handle them. You can say, okay, let's handle this objection and then you go through it. Let's handle this objection and then you go through it. And, and so you have a better way, I'm fixing my headphones, you have a better way of communicating to your audience. No, you know, another rule of thumb about copy. Sometimes short copy is better. And this is what they're saying here is that, you know, as, as with anything, there are two sides to copy, to the copy coin. Sometimes short copy is better. Generally speaking, longer copy is best for technical products that need a lot of explanation for a higher value item. Okay. So it, it has its place. In the first case, longer copies needed so that customers understand the products and learn why they need it. In the second case, longer copies helpful to provide more reasons why customers should have should should make a more inexpensive purchase. All right. So this is not discounting short copies bad. It just means that there's a place for everything. All right. Number four is is, is video can help make your marketing message concise. So there's this thing called a video sales letter or a VSL is what we call it in the marketing world. A video sales letter is basically a video that is long copy form. Um, that is a, a long copy like website, but they basically do it in a video that's like three, four, five, six, seven, eight minutes long, depending on how much needs to be said. And that copy is also used on the actual page as well too. So you'll see long copy on the website, and then you'll see a video long copy as well too, or video sales letter um, in there. And it's like the same thing almost. Trust me on this, it's really funny. Um, another thing they say here is people read what's interesting to them. I just mentioned that earlier. People read what's interesting to them, all right? And so the conclusion is that people are tired of reading salesy marketing copy that is fluff. that's full of fluff. Try using a concise marketing message as it typically will save your visitors time and will boost your conversion rates. And so that is what I'm trying to get to is that copy, it, it just depends, okay? So you can't just sit there and be like, well, short copy is bad, you know, and long copies is good or short or long copy is bad and long copies and short copy is good and it doesn't work that way. So, you know, long copy, long copy answers more objections. I already mentioned that to you guys earlier, but 
and the reason I say answers more objections is because if you're writing this whole thing in a like a, in a format of like what we would call like a hook story lat or hook story offer, and I mentioned this in some of my previous podcasts, the hook is what kind of gets you in. The story is going to be one of those things where you're like, oh, interesting, okay, yeah, I can relate to this, and the offer is going to be like, yes, I need this, and then and within that copy, you write in styles where like the top third is going to be like, you know, hitting, you know, just kind of like something that's like captivating. The middle third is going to be for those people that are analytical. Okay. They're going to have to be like, well, let me analyze this as far as the data to see if this is going to really solve my problem. And the bottom third is going to be like, I just need to know what the true offer is. And I want to know what I need to buy. And then within there, what you do is you write the copy to handle objections, to handle explanation of your products better, to essentially just tell the full story. Like you're actually having a sales conversation with somebody in person, but you're doing it in copy. And so people will read this. It's just another way of handling better objections. And so some people sometimes when they read this kind of stuff where they, they read all this content, they're like, man, this is really good information. This is handling, this is answering my question about this, my concern about this. Then when they get to the bottom of that page and they're like, this kind of answers most of my problems, I need to contact sales. And then they're going to use it. And so you're probably wondering, well, how do you use this in facilities management? Guys, you, 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 th- this is, I'm giving you the roadmap to this. What I'm saying is, is that you already know what the common objections are in facilities management. Okay. If you're, if you're an IFM, you're already looked upon as like, well, you're an aggregator and you outsource and therefore you don't self-perform and you're not good. Okay. Handle the objections accordingly. Find all the objections that you have on the phone, put it in writing and address them. Okay, and then other things that you can do is like, let me explain why we're so different. Not because you've been around since 1974, but give actual value and reason why you are so different. Okay, handle that accordingly. All right, and so, you know, something else that's mentioned in, in, the, in that article that I mentioned there is, is that write only as much as you need to share your message. And that stands true with everything. So a style that we do at Ratmate, and I actually have done this for previous roles before this company, but this works very, very well for myself as a copywriter and my web designer uh, in our company, is that I will then, I will write a, a, a page of what I want, okay? So examples where we created a how-to page. And so I took what we had previously, and then what I did is then I can condensed it and then made it better. And, and anyways, what I did is I just, I, I, I wrote all the copy and then I kind of put it into sections and how I want it to look like. And then I wrote headlines for each section and then sub headlines and then filler copy. And I wrote how I wanted everything to kind of flow. And then my designer will go in and actually look at it as like, okay, this is how I think we should design the site. And then she'll take some of the copy that I have. And she'll say, hey, this is going to be kind of hard to fit this because this is how we're thinking about making the site look like on this piece and this piece. What if we did this? And so then I take what my copy is and I try to see how I can make it fit correctly using maybe less words, maybe more precise verbiage, uh, maybe uh, different types of, you know, you know, just just different types of sentences or structure of the sentence or whatever it is. Do you see what's going on? I write everything first, though. And I, and I make them work around my copy. 
not letting them dictate how long or how short the copy should be. Do you see what's going on now? Now what we're doing is we're using copy to help drive the messaging. We're using copy to help drive the story. We're using copy to help handle the objections. We're using copy to help the actual prospect make their own decision and decide if we are the right solution. Do you see, you see what's going on? And that's how you want to handle that. That's how you want to handle your copy is that you, you want to write it all first. Okay. And so sometimes short copy is better. And then there'll be sections where I'm writing and I'm like, and it's longer. And then I look at how it's structured on a site. I'm like, you know, we probably don't need this sentence and we probably don't need this sentence. And this headline is probably redundant. So let's remove these things. And going shorter is better. In certain sections, it totally makes more sense to go better. But in others, I don't see anything wrong with going long copy. Okay, so it's just a matter of what you're, what you're, you know, what uh, what you're working with. All right. And so, you know, say for instance, you know, if your product is well known, then you don't need to have long copy. Like Coca-Cola doesn't need long copy to sell Coke. Okay. But your facility management company, guess what? You probably need because you're not you're not a name brand. Okay, your copy needs to be longer. Your copy needs to address more problems. Your copy needs to have more value props. Your copy needs to hit all the objections. Your copy needs to hit all the benefits, not the features, the benefits. Your copy needs to talk about testimonials. Your copy needs to, you see what's going on here? So going short copy isn't really the solution. And so, you know, what I'm saying here is, is that it's, it's, it's okay to write long copy. And I would actually encourage it, especially if you're a facilities management company. Okay. And what you're selling, you know, if it's straightforward, then yeah, short copy is, is great. If, if you are just a commercial HVAC company, just like any other HVAC company, then guess what? Yeah. You totally can get away with short copy, but sometimes you do certain things that you're just a little different and better at. Like, when I worked at CMI Mechanical, we were really good at national uh, na- national HVAC. We were really good at like um, not refrigeration, but working with very antiquated systems or or just really like complicated you know services because we could find the right subcontractors to do it for us. And then if your brand is well known, then yeah, you can get away with short, shorter copy. But your brand as an IFM is not well known. Like you're not probably a fortune company. All right, and I can tell you this right now, if, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because your brand isn't well known, okay? Like you're probably well known in your industry, if you're lucky, I don't know, but you're probably not well known like, you know, like a, like around the nation, just by everybody, okay? Like when I talk about facilities to other people, they're like, what does that mean? And I have to explain like, well, there's these people that are called facility managers and they manage like 200 targets in a region. And if like the HVC is all out and all those targets, then he has to call an HVC person for each region, for each location, or they can go to an IFM and that HVC person that's, you know, at that IFM can get it all taken care of in one place. Then they're like, oh, interesting. That makes sense. So I have to explain these things. Like, so like facilities isn't a common thing in your world. It is, but in the world outside of your world, not common at all. It's really weird. Okay. And so, you know, what I would suggest when you're writing your copy is use video to support your long copy or your short copy. You could have short copy and have a a VSL, a video sales letter that is longer than normal, or you can have a short video and long sales copy, or you can have both, but use video to support it because sometimes the video is going to hit other people that are just not wanting to read it. They just want to 
regurgitate everything just by listening to it. And others want to read it first before they listen to your stupid, you know, per- no, I'm not calling you stupid, sorry, to your stupid explanations about whatever you think. But you, you got to meet people where they are at. All right. And so that's something that we're working on with our company is using more video. And I don't see a lot of uh, facility management companies using video in their website. You should do that. Like you're totally missing out on this opportunity. And so people will read what is interesting to them. And I've already said this before, okay? And so to end it all, don't be afraid to to write long copy, okay? Don't be afraid to be like, well, I don't know if people are going to read this. Get over yourself. People will read it if it's good, okay? It has to be informative. It has to be detailed. It has to actually draw, you know, engagement. And and I know facilities management sometimes is a very like kind of like dry topic, but there are going to be those facility managers that actually enjoy reading your content. Okay, so don't be afraid to write long copy. Just write good. All right. All right. So I'm going to wrap up with that one. So I hope you guys have a wonderful night or wonderful day if you're listening to this in the daytime. Uh, if you're listening to this by now, we probably have broken a thousand podcast downloads. Uh, at the moment, we're sitting at like 850, and I'm pretty sure we'll we'll be breaking a thousand here shortly, which is is blowing my mind. Um, so you know, with that, some people have asked, uh, you know, what's 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 in the future? There's so much more in the future, guys. There's so much great things that are going on with our podcast. So stay tuned. I've got some you know lead magnets that will be. Uh, creating some some tools for you guys to download for free to help you with your business for your facilities company. And so just stay tuned because there's more stuff coming together. All right. So again, I'm your host, Javier, and I ask three things at the end of my podcast. Give us a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. Follow me on LinkedIn uh, where you can get a lot of great insight and information on there and you can connect with me on there, Javier Loz- or uh, linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. And please share this podcast uh, with other people. I know that um, Tyler, you've shared this podcast out with Bob um, and I appreciate both of you guys being avid listeners. You guys have been dropping me some DMs on LinkedIn recently. So shout out to you guys. Uh, And so if you guys can continue to share this podcast to help grow this industry, that'd be greatly appreciated. Other than that, I will talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.